G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. In any relationship, it's easy to start all lovey-dovey and then as time goes on and responsibilities cut in and, and things wear thin, well, you know, you wake up one day and wonder, what happened to that first love? Well, that's exactly the question that Jesus wants us to ask ourselves. I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome to the program today as we continue with the next message in this series called Are You Asleep at the Wheel? And do stick with me because very soon I'll be telling you about my special edition book. It's called Power Unlimited and I'd love to send you a free copy to help you experience firsthand the power of God to transform your life. But this is the very last week it'll be available so don't miss out. Imagine for a moment, well, you and I, we're on a journey towards eternity, a step at a time, day at a time, and at any point, any point on that journey, it can come to an end. Hit by the proverbial bus, a sudden heart attack or stroke, whatever it is, as much as we carry on as though this life here on earth will go on forever, it won't. In fact, truth be known... Our lives are incredibly fragile. Imagine those people holidaying on a beach in the Pacific one minute, swept away by a deadly tsunami the next. Who would have thought? So along this journey, we want to make sure that we are going to spend eternity in the right place. Eternity with God instead of eternity without God. So imagine that God himself would have stopped by. Don't know about you, but amongst all the things that I would like to ask him and talk to him about, my biggest question would be this. Lord, am I on my way to an eternity with you, or is there something in my life that's putting all that at risk? Well, this week on the program, we're going to have a listen to God himself, because it turns out he has showed up. He is prepared to tell us the things that are holding us back. Sounds kind of weird, but God made a specific point of listing those things in his word in the last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation, the book we often steer clear of, because it can be difficult to understand, with all these kind of weird pictures of eternity and judgment and heaven and hell and what God's like and what's going on in his presence. And, but God's listed the things that are going to hold us back from eternity. And I know the book of Revelation can be difficult for us to get our minds around. Some people try and unpick it bit by bit and come up with some frankly wacky predictions. The book of Revelation is what's called apocalyptic literature. It's just kind of a different literary genre. You know how we have poems or we have newspaper articles or we have novels or we have technical papers. And because they're all different, we interpret them and we, we treat them differently. Revelation is apocalyptic literature. It's not something we have a direct equivalent to in our culture today. But back in the Hebrew culture in the first century, they loved using imagery and, and picture language. It's a, bit like, it's a bit like an artist, an impressionist who's painting things on a canvas that when we look at the little bits of the painting, they, they don't make too much sense on their own. But when we stand back and we see the whole picture, it invokes something powerful in our hearts. 
That's the book of Revelation, a big picture about where this whole shooting match is headed and what's going to happen. And towards the beginning of that book, there are seven letters to seven churches. Jesus is speaking to some of the churches of the day, very specifically putting his finger on anything that's going to hold them back from an eternity with him. So this week on the program, we're going to look at five of those letters because they speak very much to you and me here and now. They're about our eternity. So let's kick off today with what Jesus had to say to the church in Ephesus. Have a listen. Carefully see if he's saying something to you right now. It begins in Revelation chapter 2 at verse 1. To the angel of the church in Ephesus write, These are the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your toil and your patient endurance. I know that you cannot tolerate evildoers. You have tested those who claim to be apostles but are not and have found them to be false. I also know that you are enduring patiently and bearing up for the sake of my name and that you have not grown weary. But I have this against you, that you have abandoned the love you had at first. Remember then from what you have fallen, repent and do the works you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. Yet this is to your credit. You hate the works of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. Let anyone who has ears listen to what the Spirit is saying to the churches. To everyone who conquers, I will give permission to eat from the tree of life that is in the paradise of God. Now, there's an enormous amount packed into that short passage. In the short time we have together today, I I simply want to distill the essence of what Jesus is saying, not just to the church in Ephesus, but to anyone who has ears to listen. What he's saying to you and me today, in fact. See, here are these people in this place called Ephesus in the first century, one of the most important cities in Asia Minor on the Aegean Sea in what is now known as the nation of Turkey. And Jesus is saying to them, you know... I know the good things you're doing. I can see the good works. I can see that you're not tolerating evildoers. I can see that you're not following false teachers and leaders and apostles. I can see that you're waiting patiently and enduring through the difficult times for my sake. All good stuff, all necessary things, and I see all those things. That's what Jesus is saying. But here's the thing. The thing is that you've lost your first love. You've abandoned it. So on the one hand... He's praising them for their orthodoxy, and by that I mean they're sticking to their faith. They're sticking to the truth. They haven't abandoned any of that. Problem is, they've lost their first love. And then what happens? The church becomes sterile and cold and and legalistic. When Jesus was asked, what's the most important thing of all? All the commandments in the law of the Old Testament, he said this, Matthew chapter 22, verses 37 to 40. He said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the first commandment. And the second is just like it. You shall love your neighbour as yourself. On these two commandments hang the law and the prophets. There's nothing more important than that. You know, you, you can walk into many, many churches around the world today, places that maintain a sense of traditional or orthodox faith, places that are focused on the truth of God's word, and yet they've forgotten their first love. They've grown cold. And it's not something that happens just in churches. It happens in the hearts of men and women and children. We keep carrying on with things that we do to express our faith, and little by little, our first love drains out of it, and it ends up becoming an empty ritual. And so here, 
Jesus is putting his finger on one of the most common things that happens to those who started off following him with a, with a heart overflowing with joy and love and delight and enthusiasm. And listen to his call, Revelation chapter 2, verse 5. Remember then from what you have fallen, repent and do the works you did at first. And that's his call to you and me today. Do you remember? Do you remember what it was like right back there at the beginning, the joy and the delight you had in my love, is Jesus is saying, it's time to go back to that. doesn't matter how many other good works you're doing. If you don't have that, you have nothing. My friend, following hard after Jesus isn't about religious ritual and it isn't about good works. It's about our first love. And nothing's more important than loving God with all we are. And what flows out of that is we end up loving other people. That's how it's meant to work. The Apostle Paul put it like this in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13. And now these three things remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. come at us from every direction. Obstacles block our path. So if you truly want to live your life for Jesus, what you need is power. Real power. Supernatural power. That's why I'd love to send you our special edition book, Power Unlimited. Because if you believe in Jesus, then the truth is that you have all the power you need to overcome temptation and sin and to shine the light of Christ into this dark world. God's Word, my friend, is alive and active. Amen? So I'm praying that He'll help you experience firsthand the unlimited power of God to transform your life through this book. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send it straight out to you in the post. But this is the very last week that this particular book will be available so don't miss out. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.